Hello everyone, we're back. Welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. It's been three weeks or so since we last recorded a show. Um, we've had a nice little winter break, uh, longer than uh, even the footballers, haven't we? We've uh, really spoiled ourselves this winter, but it's been a very busy time uh, for family, holidays. You've been sunning yourself off in Barcelona, Tom, haven't you, as well? So uh, back to the cold now, but um, it's great to be back. Thank you, everybody, for bearing with us uh, over the Christmas period whilst we haven't been putting pods out. But yeah, excited to get going again, Tom, for the second half of the season. Yeah, massively. Uh, my fault that we are one week later than the most pods. Uh, I had, yeah, a, a lot going on this festive period. But yeah, really happy to get back into it. Enjoyed some uh, Twitter action in the FA Cup uh, last weekend. T underscore FB podcast was the place to be. Um, but yeah, back to uh, being live on the, well, live on the air, live right now, <laughs> pre-recorded for everyone else um, with all the betting tips for the weekend. Yeah, we really appreciate everyone who's uh, reached out to us over the Christmas period, either just with messages of support, saying when's the pods, you know, miss you guys, etc. Look forward to the pod coming back. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Uh, everyone getting in touch over social media and um that photo you put on of me and you mate with a pint celebrating yeah. the victory over manchester united <laughs> seems like an age ago that but uh yeah that was that was the pod boys in uh, in their happy place i think yeah it was it was um this is our second happy place recording yes. the pod um hopefully bringing you some winners this weekend we are of course sponsored by quiff um, please do check out quiff.com. You can get a bet £10, get £30 surprise bet sign-up offer. Uh, the sign-up code to help support the pod, if you sign up using our code, is going to be in the podcast show notes and on social media. And with Quiff, any bet can be supercharged. We put out on Twitter um, over the holiday period that, you know, we've had some bets that have got dramatically boosted, uh, some trebles, had a few horse racing bets that... Uh, a nice little horse racing double got boosted from about five to one up to about 16 to one, um, which landed. So that was a, a nice little treat over Christmas. But um, yeah, that's the, the bonus of betting with Quiff. Any bet, whatever market, whatever stake can be supercharged and your odds dramatically increase. So please do check that out. It's an exciting way to bet. Um, and before we dive into any tips for this week, we probably should touch on... Um, we bagged the treble, didn't we, in the last week uh, before Christmas, the last pod we did? Yeah, it got lost a little bit on the social media uh, because I handle the bulk of that and <laughs> I was busy and it just kind of... in. <laughs> yeah, uh, but if you listen to the pod and you backed it, yeah, it was just a nice little two-to-one. Uh, we said we wanted to get back to winning ways and kind of get some, not guaranteed cash, but you know, not put up a, a 200 to one uh, around Christmas or anything. So yeah, I uh, managed to bag that more details on that later on in the show, but uh, back to winning ways um, uh, on the, on the pod. So really excited about that. Yep. And back to pretty much normal service. So we have a full fixture list across the football league to delve into. We've got a tiny handful of Premier League games to look through this weekend, but yeah, We'll start off in the Prem and then we'll go through the full fixture list, picking out our betting highlights from the Championship League One and League Two. So we'll get started then with Saturday's Premier League games. Um, 
we've got Chelsea against Fulham and we've got Newcastle against Manchester City. Anything uh, in Chelsea-Fulham for you? Um, not really. Um, don't really trust Chelsea or anything like that. But uh, I think we'll get a Man City win. Um, 1.55 is, is hardly... Uh, you know, tantalising, but I think they're they're clicking, aren't they? They are kind of getting it back together after a little bit of a dip. Phil Foden's in great form. Uh, Harland is supposed to be coming back. Doku came back, and of course, the big man, uh, Kevin De Bruyne, back yeah. uh, in and amongst the assists uh, in in uh, FA Cup action. So yeah, seems to be clicking, and you know, uh, obviously. You know, we can't talk about Newcastle without talking about injuries and suspensions, etc. And uh, not much has changed. They're still missing key cogs, and I don't think they'll have enough. Yeah, no, I agree. Good. I actually didn't think the price for Man City was too bad at 1.5. I'm quite happy to lump Man City in accumulators at this kind of price. Yeah, in Ackers. Yeah, for sure, yeah. in Ackers. Yeah. yeah, like you say, like Newcastle in no sort of form whatsoever in the league. Um, they've lost five of the last six. Uh, in the league, lost four last five across all competitions. Um, yeah, so in no sort of form whatsoever. Pressure really starting to crank up a little bit on Eddie Howe, isn't it? And uh, I yeah. think Man City will add to that. Uh, I, also, go on. I also want to interrupt and, and go back uh, on Friday night. Oh, uh, because, again. Yeah, you have, mate. It's okay. It's rust We're all rusty. Uh, but yeah, Friday night is, is Burnley Luton. And regular listeners to the pod won't be shocked to hear that I'm going to be back in Luton here. Um, Burnley, I know they've got better recently. They've still lost three consecutively. They've still lost um, four of their last five. They still have only won one game at home and lost nine. Like, I don't, I think there's quite an overreaction as to Burnley's improvement, to be honest with you. And when I look at Luton, I'm looking at that Sheffield United game and it's a very similar match, isn't it? Like everybody expects Burnley, Sheffield United, Luton to go down. The games between the three of those teams are absolutely massive. And yes, there's a couple of slices of luck for Luton in that game, uh, but they managed to come out on the other side. They managed to win 3-2. Uh, I'm expecting Luton to go again and win. Uh, they're at 3.8. And I think if you're being really fruity uh, this weekend, you will also be able to get Luton to win and both teams to score, which is at 7.0. Uh, so that's what I'm I'm going to be looking for. And Alfie Doughty, fantasy league points, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sunday then, we've got Everton against Villa first up at 2 o'clock. I would go with both teams to score personally in this particular game. Uh, Everton at home always seem to carry a threat. The price is 1.53. It's just filler away. Um, they do tend to leak quite a few goals away from home. They've kept just one clean sheet across their last uh, eight away games. And that was in the most recent FA Cup game against Middlesbrough, where they won 1-0 just uh, in midweek, just gone. Prior to that, you know, we've seen them... Conceding three to Manchester United, they conceded two to Burnley, that was at home. Uh, in the last Premier League game, they conceded to Sheffield United, uh, to Brentford. So, yeah, I, I don't trust Villa as much on the road as at home. They have been, like I say, leaking a few goals. Um, I don't know where it's going to go result-wise, but I think we'll get both teams on the score sheet. 
Yeah, Everton quietly haven't won their last five. Mm -hmm. uh, they lost four consecutively until their uh, FA Cup draw, uh, a nil-nil uh, against Palace. So, yeah, no result for me. I'm with you on the both teams score. Uh, anything for Man U Spurs to wrap up the Prem? Uh, again, uh, this this is pretty tough. Uh, two teams that are wildly uh, unpredictable, but I think I would go for Tottenham uh, just because I think they will suit the fact that Man U will need to. I mean, the the crowd and everything will demand that Man U get on the ball and and take the game to Tottenham, and uh, I think that will play into Tottenham's hands. I don't know if Timo Werner is going to be involved, um, but. He's the kind of player that will enjoy running in behind, as is Brennan Johnson and Pedro Porro from uh, from fullback, wingback. You know, I I think this fits Tottenham a bit more. And you know, United, you know, Garnacho aside, barely look a goal threat at the moment. So uh, yeah, I'd be looking at Tottenham at three for sure. Yep. Okay. Cool. Um, move into the Championship then, shall we? Um, I'll just get us kicked off with a little price that I like in the early kickoff. So it's the 12.30. It's Coventry at home to Leicester. I kind of feel like as good as Leicester have been, I wouldn't be putting people off Coventry at 3.25 on the nose as a little outsider. I imagine you you may fancy that as well. But mm -hmm. yeah. um, just a singular bet that you could chuck in an acker. Coventry to score a goal. Um, it's priced at one5 it's a nice little accumulator booster, I think. They're unbeaten. Well, sorry, they've only lost one at home uh, since the 12th of August, and that was on the 30th of October against West Brom when they lost at home 2-0. Um, other than that, it's just tallying up now. It's 13 games um, without loss. Sorry, they played 14 at home, lost just one uh, in that run. So that was that West Brom loss. So very, very good home side, really starting to click into form. We mentioned on the pod, didn't we, uh, well, probably six weeks ago now or so, that you fancied Coventry as an outsider for the playoffs. I said they were 40 mm -hmm. to 1 at the time. Uh, they sat in eighth, just three points outside now. So they've got every chance. Uh, they're one of the most informed teams in the championship. And whilst Leicester may win this game, I think it's going to be very tough because Coventry are a side that are banging form at the moment. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, again, Tom, I'm going to rewind to Friday um, and I'm going to visit uh, the whole Norwich game. I think there's a ton of opportunity here. Uh, whole City at even money, I will be investing in that for sure. Uh, then I'll also be looking at Hull to win and both teams to score yes, which is at 3.6. I mean, I'm not basing this on, on one signing, but I think... The loan signing of Fabio Carvalho at championship level is is pretty incredible when you think about it. Like he was signed for a Champions League club in preseason. Sure, it hasn't worked out, but that doesn't mean that he's not of that caliber anymore. And and last season, towards the end, he was contributing to a Liverpool side um, successfully. You know, starting and and off the bench, and then you know, uh, Jaden Philogene. Aaron Connolly, Delap, Twine, Tufan, like it's it's bloody delicious. It really is. And um, yeah, they're playing against a, a Norwich team that have won just three of 13 on the road. They've lost seven of 13. 
and find themselves languishing in 13th. You know, points-wise, you would say that they're on for a, a playoff charge still. They're still mathematically possible, um, but I don't see it at all. John Rowe is their shining light with 10 goals in 24 matches. Expect him to contribute heavily should Norwich get on the score sheet and bring in that home win and both teams to score, yes. Yep, I like it. Um, let's attack people with a few stats, shall we? For oh, the next, stats, stats, stats. <laughs> um, hmm. Southampton, they're a short price, so 1.36. They're at home to Sheffield Wednesday, but I think they will get the job done. As much as I appreciate the job that Danny Roller is doing at Sheffield Wednesday, he's really got them, you know, looking like they may well survive, really. You uh, really did you want to say that he had them on a roll then? Did you know? <laughs> no, you gave me too much credit for quick. It was right there, wasn't it? Right there. <laughs> um, but I, I saw some stats come out over social media over the last few days about Southampton and how good their current run is and how well they're playing. I didn't quite realise how good it was. So, like, to read them out for people, they're on the longest unbeaten run of any team in the UEFA top five leagues and the EFL. Hmm. It's 18 consecutive games unbeaten for Southampton. Um, they are alongside Real Madrid, PSG and Man City as the only clubs in the top five leagues and the EFL to have a pass completion rate of 90% or higher. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Playmaker Stats for that bad boy. Uh, mm. But... Yeah, it shows, I think, that what Russell Martin is known, the style of football he's known for, for playing, um, he's been able to implement that now at Southampton. It's And it's reaping the rewards and they're, they're playing the way he wants them to play. And they're, they're doing bloody well off the back of it. At home, across all competitions, they're currently on an eight-game winning streak. Uh, they've not been beaten at St. Mary's since they lost to Ipswich on the 19th of September. That was 11 games ago. Uh, at home, 11 home games ago. So, yeah, I think as good as Sheffield Wednesday are at the moment, I think Southampton are so in form, playing so well, really in the groove. Um, they should get the result here. Mm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to talk about someone who is nowhere near as sexy at all, but I do like what we're seeing here from West Bromwich Albion. Uh, they have quietly snuck up to fifth position in the championship. So that is nestled within the playoffs. Um, they are at home, which is great because they have the fifth home, uh, best home record, sorry, uh, of any team in the championship. They're playing Blackburn Rovers. And Blackburn Rovers are the worst team over the last eight games in the championship. They have yielded just four points and find themselves slipping well away from the playoff spots where they would expect to be. Uh, in addition, we are looking at the second best defence in the league in West Brom. Uh, no surprise there. Uh, Carlos Carvajal, uh, Carvajal, bloody <laughs> hell, <laughs> uh, Corboran uh, is uh, obviously in charge and has built a reputation from his time, particularly with Huddersfield, uh, building from the back and having a solid foundation and, they're proving again, uh, so he's proving that again with West Brom. Uh, 24 goals conceded in 26. Leicester way out with the best defence, by the way. 18 in 26. I think this is 
a very good team at home with an unbelievable defence against the worst team over the last eight games who are losing their way, despite having the top scorer in the division in Sammy Smodix, 1.72 for Boy and Boy and Baggies. Yeah. I like that one as well. Uh, any more in the champ? Because not for me. I'm happy to move to League One. Yeah, I think I'm ready. Okay, I'll get this kicked off with Peterborough. They're away at Charlton Price at 1.96 uh, for their match on Saturday. Uh, really impressed with Peterborough. The, we know what they're about. They're a young, ex exciting, attacking front foot team that score plenty of goals. Um, they've scored at least one goal in each of their last nine league away games. So we know they're good fire for at least one, usually multiple. Um, and I think if they can get two here, it should be enough to beat Charlton because Charlton are looking pretty ropey at the moment. They've not won in the last nine games ac across all competitions. No clean sheets for 11 consecutive games uh, on a generally a very bad run of form. And to add a little cherry on the top in head-to-head -head games between Charlton and Peterborough, Peterborough are unbeaten in 11 consecutive meetings between the two sides. So, um, yeah, I, I just think Posh to, con to continue knocking off these kind of teams as they have been doing so far this season and uh, going towards that automatic promotion place. Blackpool are my next tip in league one uh they are playing against exeter uh, coming off the back of watching blackpool with my own eyes for 90 minutes for the first time this season uh they went two nil up against my team nottingham forest in the fa cup at the city ground uh managed forest managed to bring that back to two two but i was pretty impressed and looking closer at a team that i'm obviously kind of pretty high on right now um they have won six home matches in a row so they have turned Bloomfield Road into, into quite the fortress. They're up in eighth, so they're challenging for those um, promotion places. And, yeah, they've won nine of 14 at home this season. They're playing against an Exeter team that have won just three of 12 on the road. They find themselves in 20th in a relegation battle. You know, pretty worried about Exeter. I thought they might do a little bit better than what we're seeing at the moment. Uh, but yeah, uh, Blackpool, best home record in the league. We're going to back it again. Uh, 1.53 for the Tangerines. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I like it. Um, let's talk about Northampton. 2.15 to get a win at home to Wigan this weekend. And I feel like Northampton have well and truly gone under my radar as mm. being a generally good League One side now. They're sat in ninth. In yeah. league. So as a newly promoted side into this division, they're having a cracking first season at it. Um, Wigan, their opponents this weekend, generally very poor travellers. I find them quite hard to read. They seem to go in purple patches where they'll get a few, a run of good results and a run of wins and then really drop off. Um, at the moment, they are in that dropped off stage. Uh, they've won one of nine league one away games. So they're on a poor run of form away from home. And that completely contrasts to, to Northampton because at home, they've been fantastic. They've won five of the last six home league games. Uh, they've beaten in teams like Cheltenham, who are in form, Oxford, who are bang up there. Um, a few other teams down the bottom, like Fleetwood, Cambridge and Burton. But yeah, just their home record, they've lost once. And that was to Portsmouth uh, since 
middle of September. So in the last, what, four months, we only lost one home game, and that was to Portsmouth, who are, what, top of the league at the moment? So, mm. yeah, they're, they're a very good home side, and they've gone well under the radar, and they could make it a sixth win in seven home league games against a struggling Wigan side. I don't think it is a massive statement to say that I think Carlisle will be in a relegation battle this season. And I, for me, will be one of the teams to drop back into League Two. They are second bottom at the moment uh, and they are six points from safety. Um, they have the second worst home record in the league. Uh, they have yielded 14 points from 13 games. Fleetwood have the worst uh, eight points from 13 games. And we're back in Oxford. Now, Oxford at 2.05, so just a hairline over evens. I know Oxford aren't flying at the moment, and I know they're trying to re-establish their identity uh, under Des Buckingham, and I know they've lost a couple of loan players already in the window. So this is a risky bet, but I think... Oxford at 2.05. I think if Oxford turn up and play a 6 out of 10 performance, they could win this game so comfortably. They have so many capable players that are miles ahead of anything Carlisle have. And I know, again, they've not been amazing uh, recently. The one chink of light that I am holding on to is their last League One game. They did beat Charlton on the road 2-1. Now, if they can beat Charlton on the road, they can definitely beat Carlisle on the road. And I know football's not that straightforward, but 2.05, it's sucking me in. And we only need a 6 out of 10 from Oxford, I think, to get this one in. Okay, yep. Um, talking about prices that are sucking you in. Hmm. Uh, and I think, judging from a bit of chat we had pre-recording the pod, there may be some disagreement here. But the price for Cheltenham Town is sucking me in like a bloody black hole, mate. Um, Cheltenham are priced at 9.0 to win away at Bolton this weekend. Bolton extremely short at 1.35. And there's two factors here which kind of lean me slightly towards Cheltenham. At least Cheltenham on the double chance, if, if nothing else. Um, Cheltenham are in a good run of form generally. Uh, it's seen themselves nearly get out of the relegation zone after they had such a bad start to the season. Uh, they've won three of the last five. They beat Portsmouth um, last weekend. So a fantastic 2-1 win for Cheltenham there against the league leaders. Bolton have played, this will be Bolton's seventh game in 20 days. They're playing games at an enormous, unbelievably you know, quick rate because they're still in the FA Cup. They're still in the um, EFL Trophy. They've got the General League One games. So they're playing a game literally every three days. And surely there's going to be some fatigue set in at some stage in this run as it gets, you know, as, as the games keep mounting up in such a short space of time. And I feel partly because Cheltenham are in good form, playing well, full of confidence, and partly this, this fact that Bolton have played so many games in such a short space of time could... We land a big winner at 9.0 with Cheltenham. I couldn't believe they were so big when I saw the price. I agree with absolutely everything you're saying. The only reason I'm not into it is they've won one away game in five, and that was against Carlisle, who I just spent hmm. 
yeah three minutes absolutely lambasting um so if this was at home and bolton were away and they were nines which they wouldn't be uh i'd be absolutely all over this i'd already have my bets on but it's just the fact that cheltenham aren't exactly great on the road but yeah, i do respect what you're saying yeah fair enough um any more in league one for you uh, Monday, I think it's a bit of a slam dunk in the... Uh, it's the biggest game Derby play these days, isn't it, Dan, in League One? They're <laughs> new local rivals, Burton Albion. Um, Burton changed their manager recently, and you're going to have to forgive me. I forgot the bloody bloke's name. I'm going to have to go on to Twitter really quick. Uh, they have hired Martin Patterson. Uh, so if you might remember him as the kind of striker-ish for Burnley. That was kind of his heyday. Anyway, he's the uh, the new manager. So, tough place to go, isn't it? Pride Park or whatever the yeah. sponsorless, whatever sponsor's name they've given it now. Um, mm. They've won 6 of 12 at home and Burton uh, struggling quite a bit. I, I mean, Derby are priced at 1.3. So nothing to get excited about. If you do really believe in new manager bounces, put an Albion at ten point zero. If you fancy that, I'm just googling Martin Pattinson at Burnley. I don't recognise him at all. I don't remember him in the slightest. No, no. Well, don't look very old. No, he's well. He's thirty six. That's that's pretty uh, pretty fashionable now, isn't it? Yeah. To go out and get. Young managers <laughs> rather than yep. your Mick McCarthy's. Yeah, very true. Uh, but yeah, I think Derby will definitely get a win there. Uh, let's look at League Two then. Do you want to get us kicked off with, with someone you like? Yeah, League Two. I found it a little bit tough, to be honest with you, in League mm. Two. Um, not gonna lie, not gonna lie to you. But I think, I think it's interesting for new managers, isn't it? There's a lot well, of uh, I think there was there's been a ton. There's been maybe four over the last yeah. week or so, uh, something like that. I think I'll get us kicked off with kind of the 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 captain obvious. I think um, I know they're not flying at the moment, but Stockport, I still think are the best team in the league. Walsall have won three in a row in the league. Good for them. Uh, they managed to climb themselves up to thirteenth. But I'm still a big believer that there's a massive gap between Stockport and Warsaw um, in League Two. So, you know, Stockport, no wins in the last three. Before that, they did win back-to-back. They've had a, a, a couple of tough games, to be fair. Um, they played at home against Mansfield, a promotion rival, lost. Played against Bradford, so that's always tough. Drew. Played against Barrow away, that's tough. Drew. Beat Notts County. Like, they, that's it's quite a, a tough schedule, so I'm not going to give them too much flack for not winning every single game. And it won't be easy, but 1.6, I, I still think Stockport should battle also. Yep. So we get Crew to beat Swindon this weekend. Crew priced at 1.83 to get the job done. Swindon, for me, are a, a team in a bit of trouble at the moment. Uh, they've kind of been hammered by the January transfer window opening. So they're two main sources of creativity of goals of assists uh have been dan kemp and jake young jake young was on loan from bradford also of league two he's now been recalled 
So he's gone back to Bradford. So they've lost a huge source of goals there. Um, and then Dan Kemp as well has been uh, bought by MK Dons. So, yeah, they're two biggest players, the two most creative players, their two biggest goal threats have been taken away from them in the space of about 10 days. So really got a feel for Swindon. They're not on a particularly good run as it is. Um, they've not kept a clean sheet for 17 consecutive games. Um, they've won one in their last seven, losing five of those games. And they go away to a crew side who have really impressed recently. Um really scuppered a few of my accumulators over the Christmas period of crew. So not particularly popular um, in my eyes, but uh, beat Mansfield last weekend. They they took Mansfield's um, unbeaten record. Mansfield were previously the only unbeaten side in League Two. Crew went there and won 1-0. Um, prior to that, beat an informed Bradford side 1-0 as well. So yeah, crew recently getting some good results and I think they can follow that up again at a decent enough price at home to struggle in Swindon. Mansfield are 1.55. They are away at Morecambe this weekend. And Mansfield, Tom, coming to the party, aren't they? Kind of, you know, this Stockport, Wrexham, Notts County talk, mm -hmm. that's, that's dead now. It's Right now it's Stockport, Mansfield or Wrexham and probably Barrow in there as well. Yeah. Um, Mansfield are second. They are three points. Oh, sorry, I can't do any math. Uh, they're two <laughs> points behind Stockport with a game in hand. And we've got the team with the best away record and the best defence in the division away from home at Morecambe. Morecambe priced at 5.5. Uh, I don't see that personally, Mansfield. Are on absolute fire at the moment. Uh, their away record is absolutely incredible. Uh, play, sorry, uh, they have played 12, sorry, 13. I'm in a nightmare. Won seven, drew five, lost one. Uh, so that's the team that we want to be back in this weekend. So, Manny, please. Manny on the map. Okay. Um, I think we're going to get both teams to score in the game between Forest Green and Harrogate Town. Harrogate games have featured a lot of both teams to scores recently. Nine of the last ten have been uh, a BTTS. Uh, the price for it in this one is 1.66. So, yeah, Harrogate tend to be winning a lot of games with both teams scoring at the moment. So, um, in the last six games, they've had a couple of 2-1 wins, a couple of 3-1 wins, uh, a 2 all draw and a 2-0 defeat. And Forest Green, again, uh, games generally pretty exciting and full of goals. So uh, their last four games have all been both teams to score. Three of them have also been over 2.5 goals as well. So the way both of these teams are playing, um, capable of scoring, but very leaky at the back, the pair of them still. So, um, yeah, Forest Green at home need the points under the fairly new management of Troy Deeney are going to go for the win in this one, of course. Uh, Harrogate, yeah seem to be in, in good form, but are conceding goals. Woo, woo, woo. It's the klaxon, Tom. Way, oh, this is exciting. What's it yeah. going to be for? I, I think it's, I think this could be price of the weekend and it's not 7.8 or anything like that. But I oh. think this could be the bloody hell I should have had that on. Uh, right. Okay. So it's Barrow away at Sutton. So Barrow are only 2.05, so they are a hair over evens. But I think it's a, an unbelievable price 
Like they're fourth in the league, Barrow. They have been the best team in the division over the last eight games. They basically had the best Christmas period, which has propelled them right up there. They've got the second best away record in the league, 24 points from 14 games. And they've got the second best defense in the league. They're playing against bottom of the EFL, Sutton United, six points from safety. And if it wasn't for the fact that they just hired Steve Morrison and this is his first game, this would be an absolute slam dunk. The only thing is that uh, new manager bounce, you know, who do? If, if, if people are worried about that, and I know some people think it's a real thing, some people think it's rubbish, whatever you think uh, will obviously come into the equation whether you back this team or not. But for me, like, there's no... There's no question that Barrow are in a much better position to win this game than Sutton. Sutton have been absolutely dreadful this season. And, uh, yeah, Barrow continued to kind of defy the odds. And maybe if they were called Wrexham or if they were called Notts County, we wouldn't be – well, I know for a fact we wouldn't be getting even money. But I think we're still getting the Barrow price, if you know what I mean. So this could yeah. be this could be the bloody hour I should have had that on because they've gone on 1-3-0 and – and Sutton had two shots all game kind of thing. Yeah, uh, I see exactly where you're coming from. I can't lie, I'm a little bit disappointed by that. When you sounded the klaxon, I was really excited, but... Yeah. But this is the thing... I am well, a little bit disappointed, but... Yeah, but this is... Well, at five o'clock, Tom, on uh, on Saturday, you can have a look at the Sutton Barrow, and you can go, well, that was a big waste of time. Or you can go, well... He was right, and I could have backed it, and I didn't, and now I'm kicking myself. Yeah, fair enough. Um, any more that you like? Because I'm not overly hot on too much else. I don't want to read it out anymore, in case you criticise it. Not going for Bradford, are you? No. Moving on. Uh, so we'll have a look at the the last uh, treble that we had on a podcast. We we put so many tips out over the Christmas period on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast. We we cannot go through them all. Um, but we will go through the uh, treble, which was a two to one. Uh, so it was a nice little winner. We had Portsmouth against Fleetwood, two one for Pompey. Uh, Stockport and Knotts, we had Stockport. Uh, they got the business done, two one. And then we had Rex and Newport in the Welsh EFL derby, I suppose. And they uh, won two nil. So a nice tidy little one. Uh, spoiler alert and good news this one's over double yes it is um, so we're going to go for a treble of West Brom to win at home to Blackburn Peterborough to win at home to Charlton and Northampton to win at home to Wigan so that's West Brom Peterborough and Northampton all to win the treble pays 6 Point nine one. Uh, that's with Quiff, and of course, if you bet with Quiff, that always has the potential to be boosted, supercharged to a much, much bigger price. So please do check that out and potentially boost your bomb-proof treble. This is a stretch, but I've come up with a name for the treble. Go on, I love this. Go on. Yeah. So this this is the fashion treble. You ready? Go on. Explain why. Right, so fashion treble because we've got West Brom, whose nickname's the Baggies. So there's your there's your bag. Then we've got 
Northampton, their nickname's the Cobblers, so there's your shoes. And then we've got Peterborough, and their nickname's the Posh. So we got Posh, <laughs> Shoes, and Bag. So it's the fashion travel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, go on, I fashion like, travel. You. You've thought of that quickly and mm. um, off the top of your head. So, yeah, yeah, I like it. I do like it when the trebles have names. A few years ago, we gave every single treble a name. Um, to be fair, you could also call this a paradise location treble, couldn't you? We could bring that one back. <laughs> paradise location. That that's that that's one of my all-time favourites. I think paradise location fashion treble. West Brom, mm. Peterborough, Northampton. Lovely places. Paradise. <laughs> And I say that having lived in two of them. So <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that in the back of my head, but I didn't want to give yeah. away your location to the uh, yeah. the profit chasers. But yeah, that's <laughs> very very rich of you. Uh, let's move into, uh, I mean, fancy football. So much has gone on. Uh, there's been so many games. I probably set my team for maybe two of them. Um, so yeah, I'm, I am in the two hundreds again, which is good. Hey, that's good. Two nine seven, so cleaning The three hundreds are sucking you in. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They are. Yeah. Um, I haven't checked fantasy for a little bit, so this is going to be new to me. Two hundred and seventh. Mm. That's all right. Yeah, not bad. Not as good as the top ten, which is Kieran Gentry, Stephen Wheeler, Mark Johnson, Rachel Mather, Ben Hankin, Simon Moran. Uh, Moran, probably. Uh, Mike Sibbles, Jason Courtney, Ross McCorkadale, and James Ingham. Uh, James Ingham topped with 1,277 points. Uh, if you want to join our uh, fancy league, you can. You just need the, the invite code. And if you've got a, a team with the official fancy app, then you'll join at your rightful spot. Uh, send us a message on Twitter. T underscore FB podcast, and I will give you the code. And also consider following us on the platform. Uh, midweek tips galore on there. That's the only place where we can uh, put out content like that. We share a ton of statistics from a lot of uh, pages that we work with as well to make sure that you are uh, the best equipped, basically, to go out and, uh, and beat the bookies. And, of course, uh, consider following our partner, Quiff, on social media as well so you can keep up to date with all the cross promotion between us and them yep and if you have enjoyed the show or uh won any money whatever and just enjoyed it in general please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcast really appreciate that one and uh yeah that's about it really isn't it for this week it's good to be back um thank you everybody who has listened and bed with us and for your patience again over the period of, of christmas and new year whilst we're away but yeah all full steam ahead for the rest of the season now can't wait let's get yeah. some juicy profit this weekend to kick us off eh? 